underscore Stapleton back with another episode of Message in the Music. I am the founder and CEO of Stapling Success. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. Stapling Success is a credit consultant and financial education firm for athletes. And as we all know, music and sports go hand in hand. Those are the two things that bring us together. And unfortunately, finances is that one thing that drives us apart. So I'm just here kind of to bring it all together, to bring light to just the the things that your favorite artists, such as J. Cole, Beyonce, Rick Ross, Jay-Z, Biggie, Destiny Child, and many more are, are talking about. And you might have caught the drift or you might not have, but I'm here to bring light to it and give you a couple tips on it. So today's episode is by our favorite uncle, Jay-Z. Now, you know, when he dropped 444, the internet went crazy over the whole album, they went crazy over the song OJ. And me personally, at the time, I um was really, really heavy into the credit repair world. I mean, if you saw my Instagram, that was all I was talking about. Like, call me today. I can get your score to 800. You know, if you can't apply for an apartment by yourself, then then you're losing your mind right now. and You're not doing it right. I was really heavy into credit repair. So when Jay-Z, you know, mentioned the importance of credit in that song, it just, it, it lit a fire in me. And I won't lie to you that week. I had more people calling me, asking me to repair their credit than I had in a long time. Now ask me how many of those people actually started the process. That's a different story. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. So as I listened to the song more and more, I realized the song was filled with financial jewels. Not only the, you know, what's more important than throwing ones in a strip club credit. There was a lot more things that he was actually talking about. So let's just get right into it. Jay-Z said, I'm going to play the corners where the hustlers be. I told him, please don't die over the neighborhood that your mama renting. Take the drug money and buy the neighborhood. That's how you rent it. Hello, anybody listening? What did my man just say? Buying back the block, gentrification, all topics that are very prevalent in today's society. I mean, if you're in Washington, D.C., that's where I am. I mean, we had just a big festival, we a big uprising about Mochella and just keeping the culture here because, you know, we got people coming in and they're trying to change the culture. I mean, they're walking dogs. I mean, it's, it's getting a little crazy out here. And, you know, I tell people all the time, I was in a lift the other day and I told him, you know, we were driving through Southwest Washington, D.C. and they had a lot of new buildings up and the guy was like, you know, it's crazy. I, could, I couldn't live here. Look at what they're doing to the city. And, you know, I love it, but I just can't be a part of it. And I was like, well, the thing is, if it was on the other side and we were the ones that was that were doing the building and making the community how we wanted it, there wouldn't necessarily be an issue. So we just kind of have to figure out a way that we can be part of the process that's happening instead of sitting back watching and kind of complaining um, about what's going on. So, you know, there's there the problem is really we don't really have a starting point. Like, how do we take the money, whether it's drug money, show money, ball money, tax refund money, you know, nine to five money? How do we take that money and buy black buy back the block? You know, it seems impossible. But just imagine something like this. Imagine you and four or five of your friends that grew up together. Y'all all are ready to purchase homes. You know, we have those vision board parties. You know, people might be sitting back, you know, talking about, you know, what what they have planned for the future. And, um, oh, I, I cut off. I don't have any more memory. 
I tried to record, guys, and I ran out of memory, and this is my best one yet. Okay, well, I'm going to keep going. Um, so, yeah, back back to our scenario. You and your five friends are ready to purchase homes, and you save your money towards a deposit. You contact your realtor. You let them know that you're interested in buying. You run your credit, and you get your credit repair to ensure that you get the lowest rate on your loans. And then you look for homes where... Brrr, in your neighborhood. Now you have five families from the neighborhood that now own a, own a portion of the neighborhood that you all grew up in. So you know who was who, you know, the crackhead uncle that's on the corner, you know, the candy lady that's selling candy out the, out the building, you know, about little son, son that's been crazy and lighting cats on fire since he was three. You know, all of these things you actually know about your neighborhood. So who better to buy it than you, right? And you have the opportunity to say exactly where the neighborhood goes. You know, you kind of can police yourself. Now, if you're like me and you're like, oh, well, I don't want to do that because I don't want to be stuck in any one place, you know. I don't want to buy a house where I grew up. I barely like being there. I mean, where my parents have a house in Indian Head, Maryland. And if you know anything about that, it's at the end of God's back. And I'm not buying a house there because there's nothing there, right? But, you know, it's, it's a misconception. It's My sister's in here laughing. It's really a misconception that I recently just had to get out of my mind as well because it's like, once you buy a house, you don't necessarily have to live there forever. You know, depending on how you obtain the house, what program you went through, there are stipulations. You know, some of them you have to live on a property for five years before you can sell it. Blah, blah, blah. But in this day and age, you got um, Airbnb, you can rent it out, you know, and there's things that you can do to make the house pay for itself without you necessarily having to be there. What it actually does by you buying that house, it just means that your interests are now represented in that neighborhood. You're sort of like electing an official for your county. It kind of gives you a seat at the table. You get where I'm going with this? So another issue um, is really changing our mentality, you know, because a lot of times, a lot of us, we graduate from high school and we're trying to we're trying to get get away. We're trying to get away. I know me, as soon as I graduated, like I said, we was at the end of God's back. I said, listen, God, I'm trying to move up in the world. I'm tired of being down here. I need to spread my wings, okay? You know, and if you live, you know, my area wasn't really, I wouldn't consider it the hood at all. You know, Charles County is actually known for being a bougie area, but some of us actually came from the hood, and oftentimes, once you come from the hood, you don't necessarily want to go back to the hood. But you know what Jay-Z said? Our Uncle Jay-Z said, I could have bought a place in Dumbo before it was Dumbo for like $2 million. That same building today is worth $25 million. Guess how I'm feeling? Dumbo. Hello. So for all of y'all that's like, oh, I'm not about to live around Bennett Road blah, 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 and I don't want to live in Southeast or wherever, you know, in, in Atlanta, it's crazy. Uh, my sister and I, we lived in Atlanta just to see what they're doing to the trenches in Atlanta, places that little baby and Rollo and all them rapping about and they got the guns out. And th -th -th. Guess what? Guess how much that stuff is worth? The average person can't even buy it anymore. My realtor friend, Demetria. Hey, Demetria. She has a house in that neighborhood. And guess what? She ain't selling that house. Why? Because that house is worth more than houses in Sandy Springs and Smyrna because they brought the stadium there. And they're building up that area. And guess what they're trying to do? They're trying to move the others in. But 
if we're smart and hopefully the people in Atlanta recognize what is happening from what is happening all over the world, they'll keep they'll keep their houses in that area. So, you know, many of us, we drive by where we used to live and we say, look how they built this up. You know, that could have been you. And it's happening every day, people. You can say you don't see the blueprint or the signs of it all over America, but, I mean, this is what's being done. So don't let someone else see the potential in the neighborhood that that could be yours and something that could be yours. So, of course, we go to the favorite famous quote. You want to know what's more important than throw away money in the strip club? Credit. (laughs) You ever wonder why Jewish people own all the property in America? This is how they did it, you know? Financial freedom, my only hope. Fuck living rich and dying broke. I bought some artwork for one million. Two years later, that shit worth two million. Few years later, that shit worth eight million. I can't wait to get this shit to my children. Oh my goodness. How powerful are those words? Now I can go on all day and night and day and night about the importance of having good credit, but I won't. No, I'm not gonna do it. What I will say is that it's 2019 or 2020 or 2021, depending on when you're listening to this and or watching this. And if you haven't realized, I mean, it's not a secret anymore on how to become successful or how to just live an average life. You can't even get car insurance at a reasonable rate without good credit. You know, cash is king, but credit is power. You know, good credit is the difference between you paying a $250 deposit to run a car or to stay at a hotel because you don't have a credit card. You know, good credit is the difference between you being hired for a job or being rejected because that employer does not see you as someone that is stable or reliable or fiscally responsible because you have bad credit. Credit is the difference between, like I just said, you having a perfect driving history and still having a higher rate on your insurance than somebody that has had multiple accidents all because your credit score is terrible. Yes, it gets that deep. You know, I know that just hit a lot of people's soul. This is why I'm paying 300 a month. Yes, ma'am. That's exactly why. So like I said, I won't beat a dead horse because I have trillions of videos, blog posts about credit that you can research and understand the importance of it. You can go to staplingsuccess.com and my um, business pages are stapling underscore success on Instagram, stapling success on Facebook and stapling success on LinkedIn. I have all of the content there. I mean, you can send me an email. I'll walk you through it at this point. So, um, What is the message in the music for this episode? Investments, 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 credit, credit, credit. Um, Really, the whole message is really investments in the property and the artwork, you know, and all those things take credit to get. Yes, I'm going to go back to the credit. Um, And those things will appreciate, you know, like Jay-Z said, he bought the artwork um, for two million. It's going to be worth eight million. And then he could pass it down to his children, you know, and that is all about foresight, you know, making your money, make more money, being a forward thinker, looking at the trends and what's going on in other industries and other cities and how to, how to duplicate it. Cause just like I gave the example about what's happening in DC and what's happening in Atlanta. If you live in North Carolina, if you live in South Dakota, if you live, you know, it's so much legislation, legislation with, you know, the cannabis and the weed and all these things that are happening. And guess what? They're not happening for no reason. And they start somewhere and then somebody else says, oh, this is what happened here. Let me look at it. You know, this is what happened there. Let me look at it. So you need to do the same thing. Be a forward thinker. Look at the trends um, and just 
be willing to invest, invest in yourself, invest in your community, and invest in generational wealth. And, you know, we can end up on Forbes like, like Jay-Z will. And, you know, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. You know, as usual, I like to keep it short and sweet. Something you can listen to when you're driving into work or, you know, you're on your on your break. To find out more information about everything financial that I spoke about, visit staplingsuccess.com. And, you know, I would love to hear your feedback. Drop me a comment. Send me an email with some song suggestions or some questions. And until next time, it's been real.